Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody, Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady. We're here with five out of five episodes talking about uh, connecting business practices to the employee experience. We could add the customer experience in there too. Sure, why not? But we really want to be focusing on the employee experience so that your employees will take care of your customers. We're here with our expert, Michelle Griffin. Hey, Michelle. Hi. And of course, JC too. It's my pleasure to be back. And I think one of the things that stands out for me in this episode, Ms. Wendy, you said we're going to start to identify ways to connect things. I want to learn how to connect with Michelle and Wendy at the end of this program. So have your contact information ready. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Back to you. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Uh, We can can definitely do that because we are here to help you. I don't think either one of us can help ourselves from helping you. (laughs) (laughs) We are very passionate HR people and different too. We even have a you know, a client that we work together on and we have different expertise. And um, there are times that I, I just have to randomly call people. And I'm sure you do, Michelle, too. We Folks that are listening, you, you're not going to know everything, um, especially if you've only been in one company in one seat forever. Or um, as Michelle said, forever might be 18 months, depending on your uh, your generation. And and um, for those of you that are rolling your eyes at that, get over it because it is what it is. <laughs> so I want our, our listeners today to walk away from here with we've given them a lot of advice, but some some really good advice about how to how to start, how to get a start of saying, wow, I don't really think I've been focusing on my my employees. I've been focusing on my customers. Give them one piece of advice or many pieces of advice, Michelle, that they can walk away from with today. So I personally do this with my own firm is really focusing on my employee experience and what working at my firm means for them. And I always focus on, I would say, the the adage of work-life balance, but I'll give some definitions of uh, and examples of, of what that means. So, and obviously this goes, goes back to treating people um, humanely um, and authentically when it comes to their, their life outside of work and, and their values of what they're looking for when they are looking for a job. So um, for the people that work for me, I want to make sure that it fits into their schedule and their work. So obviously my people work remote. We, I do have an office in, uh, in Tampa, Florida that they can go to for those that are local to that if they choose to. Um, so if they want to get out of the house, they can. We also will pay for people to go to a co-working space near their house if they also want to get out of their house. But for us, nice. I mean, it's all remote to them. Um, but we do have people that have all walks of life. So in generations, so they have children of their own. They have, a, you know, they have older children, they have smaller children and they, you know, I do have some, a couple of employees that work part-time because they have small children at home some of the days of the week. And one of my very best employees, um, 
and she only works about 15 to 20 hours a week. Um, and she, I don't think she ever works Wednesday afternoons and never on a Friday, unless I absolutely beg her. Um, <laughs> and, you know, but for her, she's home for her kids and she doesn't have to have a gap in her resume. She still gets to show value to an organization and, and take in some money. Um, and so for her, it works out really well. She gets all the benefits of, you know, being a, an HR professional. And, you know, we get someone who's an amazing employee, but if you were to look at a traditional job, no one would hire her. Right. Because she, you know, lives in remote New Jersey and, you know, she has her three small kids. So it's things like that, where it's like, I, I think she's an absolutely phenomenal employee, even though there's multiple times in the week where I'm like, she's just not available. Don't even bother. (laughs) And, you know, there's some companies where you can't just be like, I want results and I don't want excuses. I don't, you know, I don't want to hear that you're not available or you didn't get it done or, you know, your kids were sick or you were sick. I don't want to hear excuses. I want results. And I never want someone to treat people like that in my organization. And I have leaders in my company that that go through coaching because they were like that. And, you know, they were just like, you know, more about results driven, um, especially when I came to like sales or recruiting and things like that, that are numbers driven and KPIs. And they're like, why didn't you hit your numbers? And, you know, it's like, they don't really care what the answer is. You know, it's more of like, if you don't hit your numbers then you're fired, it comes to salespeople and they'll just clean house kind of thing. So when it comes to work-life balance and, you know, treating people with respect, that's probably the biggest thing that I am an advocate for and, and how I want people, if they're going to be, if they're in school and they're struggling to balance work and school, you know, there's a part of me that wants to say, and I'm just going to use the adage, suck it up, buttercup. Hey, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, you know, it's, it's, it used to be like, I had to do it. I had to put in time. I had leadership tell me it doesn't matter that no one cares that you're in school. No one cares that you're trying to improve your life. They want to see your butt in your seat and they want to see that you're doing hard work and long work and long hours. And that's how you're going to get ahead in your career. And I did that. And I sacrificed a lot to do that. But, you know, and so when someone in my organization that's now in their twenties, that says I'm, they're struggling, they're stressed, they're dropping the ball on things because they're just trying to get things done quickly, but they're just not being good at it because they're working and going to school. I want to be like, screw you. I went to work full time. I went to school full time for both my bachelor's and my PhD. So it's like, I don't want to hear your excuses. And so a part of me does want to be like that, but it's like you, you know, there's a part where it's just like, let's give you some space to, to be you and, you know, give you some slack. So what, what can we do to make your life a lot easier? So that's, I have a little more gentle management time when it comes to things like that. Yeah. It's funny. And I'm sure most of my listeners at this point know that my book is suck it up buttercup, but it goes on to say, be a leader. People will follow. Mm -hmm. And I also, you know, say a lot in, in my book. Um, you know, grab a mirror, you might be part of the problem. And it sounds like, you know, Michelle, you realize in that moment that you're like, I can't say suck it up buttercup in that way. I need to say it to myself, Mm -hmm. Uh, suck it up buttercup because things have changed. Um, Real quick, what I wanted to comment about, you know, I I love your approach, by the way, you know, the the work-life balance. I just want to make sure, you know, all our listeners knows that it's not just about people with kids. It's about people without kids too. What 
why they need work-life balance isn't really any of your business. If they share with you, that's fine. That's great. Keep that in confidence, but it could be because of whatever other reason. And that's none of our business, but it could be a medical reason. It could be taking care of family members. It could just be, Hey, they're only emotionally capable of working 28 hours a week. And if that's what you've agreed to, then that's what you've agreed to. So keep that in mind to be open-minded. One piece of advice that I want to give is um, not just about the work-life balance, but it's about the connection with other colleagues. There is actually a survey done by WorkHuman, and it says that nearly 60% of employees said part of the reason they're burned out is they don't connect with colleagues enough. And I find that very interesting, especially in our in our remote and virtual work environment. But it's also even in the in-person environment, just because somebody's sitting next to you doesn't mean you actually have a connection with them because you're both, you know, being um, forced to do yeah. more less. And so you don't even have time to chit chat or have that cup of coffee. And when they try to talk to you. You're annoyed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Please, business owners, managers, HR, uh, try your best to, to I, I don't want to say force, but to make it happen that colleagues are get to know each other and they get to lean on each other for, you know, for help so that they're not burnt out and go, I'm out of here. Nobody else is going through this. It's just me. What are I your wanted, thoughts, JC? Oh, go ahead, Michelle. Yeah, I wanted to, to add on to that because I think that was really, really mindful when we were in lockdown. And I had so many people reaching out to me to ask that exact question. How do we engage them? What are some unique things we can do since we're all remote? Those questions stopped and we're still remote. Yeah. And it's like, so it's like, just because it happened two years ago when you think it's the new norm and everyone's fine now, no one's fine now. So it's like, you still have to, that same mentality that you had two years ago when you first went on lockdown, you were really concerned for everybody. You still need to be concerned for everybody. And you need to make sure that you're, you know, same level of, you know, caution and trying to make people feel engaged and a part of something. You still have to do that. You know what? If not more, if not more. Because now it's been longer. Exactly. It's been longer. And and for all you know, as you're trying to establish these new routines, as you're trying to build your new base as a leader, some people have been flapping in the wind. You got to be mindful of that. That's all. I do have a few tips, but Wendy, back to you. Writing down here on our future podcast potential topics is how to connect with coworkers, whether in person or, or remote. So we will have that as a, as a uh, podcast topic shortly, JC, go ahead. Yeah. So, so I, just here. a few quick points here from, from where I'm sitting, please. If I'm wrong, Michelle Griffin, MD, will it be Michelle Griffin, MD, or would it be Dr. PhD. Michelle? Oh, geez. Please. I never get this right. Like, how cool would that be if you could just be MD at the end? You know what I mean? Like Doogie Howser. I'm not going through medical school. So oh, not. man. <laughs> oh, the things I learn. I tell you. Look, uh, get to know people. Develop people. Communicate clearly and set up responsibility within your organization. Even if it's not an organization within your circles, set up responsibility and be intentionally critical, not overly critical, intentionally critical, initiate change and inspire people. If you simply do those things, you're good. You're good. That's it. Oh, yeah. Last one. Don't break the law. Oh, yeah, that thing, too. Yeah. And if you're not sure, call one of us, please. With that said, Michelle, how can people contact you? So they can contact me. It's Michelle with two L's at griffin-resources.com. 
And um, my phone number is everywhere, so I don't mind giving that out. It is 813-728-6677. And my email is michelle at griffin-resources.com. Awesome. And are you on LinkedIn as well? I am. Um, that is uh, just Michelle Griffin. So finding that might be, you can Google Michelle May Griffin and um, often most of that shows up in the okay, algorithm. Great. Or you can just go to my LinkedIn profile and I am connected to her. So everybody knows how to find me, Wendy at the HRlady.com. My website's the HRlady.com and I am a LinkedIn junkie. So please connect with me there for more advice. Thanks for coming, everybody. Take care. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.